Hello, and welcome to another edition of Heart to Art, a podcast designed to get to the heart of the art teachers. I'm your host, Dave Tarzan. On this week's episode, I have Tasha Newton. She has an amazing classroom philosophy. I tell my students we try to live an artful life in here. I love so it. So instead of just thinking as art as creating something on a two-dimensional surface, it's a way we live where we are constantly engaged in the activity completely and fully, and we're always constantly trying to think of how we can do this differently and how we can be innovative and how we can be problem solvers. So it's a way of life for sure. Before all of that, I know some of you are asking what happened to part two of Susan Bavona's interview. Uh, to tell you the truth, um, uh, my computer crashed and took her interview along with it. And uh, yeah, I think I'm the only person on earth who's managed to crash a MacBook Pro. So if you want to know if your computer's susceptible to crash, just give it to me and I'll make sure it is. Anyway, I promise we'll have Susan back on the show in the near future. I promise. Some other things. In Artsonian News, the Artist of the Week contest is done for the summer. Congratulations to this year's winners. We'll start the contest back up during the first weeks of September in the fall. Meantime, Artsoni will be making the integration with Google Classroom simple and efficient. So, watch for the updates as the summer rolls along. All right, let's meet Tasha. Actually, uh, I'll have her introduce herself. So, who are you and what do you do? Hello, my name is Tasha Newton, and I am a kindergarten through fifth grade art teacher in a small rural town in Wisconsin called Fall Creek. And I've been teaching since 2011 at this school. I also teach two adaptive classes twice a week and currently getting my master's, currently um, have an Etsy shop where I sell some of my own work too. So, and For currently pregnant. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Now you have a, you have a little boy? Correct. A five. He just turned five. Oh, that's so, that's so cool. I mean, I, I've had, I have two, yeah. two little ones myself, 13 and nine and, oh, to go back to the five and zero again. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It's I so can't cute. complain. It's a joy. Constant entertainment. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Tasha had a unique opportunity before studying to be an art teacher. When I was in high school, I actually um, was an exchange student in Russia. They were also artists, so they, they were very influential in, in developing me as an artist as well. We'll talk about that uh, a little more. Um, what did you learn from, from that experience? Um, their whole their whole lifestyle was surrounded by art. And I, I don't think I'd ever seen that before. Um, my parents and my family had supported me completely, um, focusing on art and art education, but they weren't necessarily really practicing artists. Um, so having two parents that were practicing artists, like every minute of every day was just kind of around this idea of art. And I'd never been engulfed in it like that before. Um, so that was very new to me. My host mom, she was a uh, more she worked more with like oils and acrylic paint and then 
my host's father was an architect. So they also knew a lot of people in the art world within that area as well. So we would go to different artist studios and I would get to see them working. Um, and at that time, my host brother was also trying to get into the universities there, which is a very intense process. Um, so he would draw for like hours at a time every day because they had specific tests that they had to pass in order to get into university. So it was very, it was very interesting and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And then she talked about her mentors. So I think my first mentor that kind of pushed me to stretch myself and to go above and beyond I ever thought I was, anything I was capable of was my professor in college. Her name was Leah Johnson. She's no longer with us, unfortunately, because she offered so much to the art education community. Um, but she was a very, she was from Germany, so she was a very strong-willed woman. And she expected so much out of her students because she valued the arts more than anything and wanted to provide the best art education for every kid out there. And I think I've continued with that kind of mindset for my students. And I think that's why I do so much research and so much looking into what is best practice, what is the best way to teach certain things. Um, so I think she had a huge influence. But then, of course, my two cooperating teachers when I was student teaching are still very involved in my life. We are still very good friends. And I'm still to this day texting them, asking them what they think about certain things. So Jennifer Dahl and Jennifer Hendrick. Jennifer, Jennifer Dahl is a elementary art teacher in Chippewa Falls. She's also been involved in the National Art Education Association. So she's really well known and she's a driving force in the art ed community. So she's always been an inspiration and kind of how I got involved in my state art education association and then my other cooperating teacher Jennifer Hendrick was a high school art teacher is a high school art teacher in Chippewa Falls and her philosophy and how much how much passion she has about making sure the arts are valued just as much as any other content area at the high school level and pr providing a very strong curriculum for her students was just inspiring and I constantly try to pull that in to the elementary level as much as I can of course. As Tasha talked about her mentors and her start as a teacher, I began to understand that Tasha wasn't your ordinary classroom art teacher. I became curious as to what kinds of lessons she teaches. I, I do enjoy getting to take um, art history and kind of connect it with contemporary artists. Um, recently, we did a project with my fourth grade, and I've been really blessed to be able to get a classroom set of iPads for the, the art room. So we did a we did an animation project inspired by the artist Keith Herring and all the students did their own little three second happy dance, which <laughs> then they kind of turned into a Keith Herring figure, a little dancing figure inspired by Keith Herring. And then in the background, we looked at the more contemporary artist, Mr. Doodle. And the kids doodled um, different things that make them them dance. And that was a really fun project because I felt like it, the kids got to really express the things that make them happy and they also just had to be they got to be playful with it and the animation aspect was really inspiring for a lot of them and a lot of them took that kind 
took what I taught them and kind of turned it into their own animation once they finished their little Keith Haring Happy Dance animation. So that was probably my favorite one from this school year. But I also did another one where the students um, photographed different things around our school and our community and created a coloring page of it. And as a fifth grade class, we were trying to put together a coloring page of Fall Creek where we live. So that was also really fun too. And then we discussed music in her classroom. Um, I saw, as I was, you know, uh, looking at your, your page, um, you have music you like to play in, yes. the, in the classroom. And, and, I, and I noticed that there was one song that stood out besides Happy Birthday, but you, you like to play the classical music. And I love that kind of atmosphere when I'm working in, in the artistic mindset. But then uh, I saw at the end of your list, you had Shake It Off on their uh, Taylor Swift Shake It Off, which um, is so different from the other ones. Can you talk about that? Why, why that one? <laughs> yes. So a lot of the music I play um, is either inspired by the kids or um, gives almost an opportunity to, to kind of expose the kids to different types of music as well. So I try to do a little bit of something different um, every day. I tried a thing where I was like, Blues Tuesday, Mondays, you know, something, Monday's big band or, you know, mm -hmm. Monday's classics with Frank Sinatra or something. Um, but Shake It Off, I love that when I first heard it because I had recently taken a professional development co um, course on art therapy from an art therapist on how to incorporate art therapy therapist techniques within the classroom. And one of the things this art therapist shared with us was when students are getting frustrated, and I've always been in that mindset of that growth mindset. So getting rid of the negative self-talk in my classroom. And she said, when students are starting to talk negatively to themselves about creating, she always has them pause and they lift up their fingers and they have the tips of their fingers and they rub their thumbs across the tips of their fingers. And these are their little erasers and their little erasers are kind of erasing those negative thoughts. And I love this idea and I immediately went back into my classroom, incorporated it. And then Taylor Swift came up with Shake It Off and it was like, this is also the perfect song to go with it. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like as art teachers, we come across that project that's super frustrating and you, you can see a lot of your students kind of getting frustrated with it because maybe it's a very difficult medium or it's not ending up how they mentally wanted it to. You just have to pause it, shake it off. So that's what we like to do sometimes in the art room. I need some Taylor Swift in the office sometimes. <laughs> Did I mention Tasha is the 2017 Wisconsin Elementary Teacher of the Year? And before that, she earned two Youth Art Month Awards of Excellence from the Council for Arts Education. She did. Now, as Tasha became more comfortable with herself as an art teacher, she began to explore herself as an artist. You are very active with uh, Teachers Pays Teachers. Teachers love you for some of your arts and, and crafts that you have on Etsy and other, other places. Um, could you talk about some of that stuff, especially like your earrings? Is, is yeah, really so... I developed a, and to be honest, it's kind of a surreal, it's been a surreal process because I never considered myself an 
an artist, especially an artist that all, could actually go out and sell products that people enjoyed as much as I enjoyed making them. And I think that has been the, the most in, invigorating part of this whole process and why I keep doing it is that people like the products and, and, and like to wear them. And when I see other people wearing my earrings, it's just amazing that someone would actually want to buy the, my products and actually wear them. So I started out with on this journey a few, let's see, I actually just had my two year um, Etsy anniversary yesterday. Congratulations. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think it's like already been two years, but it's also crazy to think how much my designs have changed over those two years as well. But when I first started, I had a friend that was creating some really fun shrink eating jewelry for her students for art show to kind of raise money for her program. And I was like, I love that idea. That's so cool. So I started doing it, um, but basing it more on the projects I was creating that would go along with the project. So kind of like a talking point or another way to engage students in what we were learning. And I did that all by hand. And then I discovered and developed a way to do it digitally and print it out. And now a lot of the pieces I create are inspired by art history, art products, just fun designs that I had to get out of my head. Um, and I've done a lot more illustrating too. I also opened up a Redbubble shop where I put some of my designs for t-shirts and stickers and things like that. So it's been really a crazy, crazy journey. Venus. Yes. And now I, I study a little bit of art history too, and Venus was kind of prominent in in art history so um yeah that kind of caught me up, uh, by surprise let's talk about that a little bit i have always loved venus of wellendorf um the idea of her being considered like the ideal figure during that time period and then we get into you know the renaissance when we have david who is this ideal figure and he's just chiseled and his muscles are very toned and he has got all of the very tall um, features and then we have Venus of Wallendorf who's you know a little plumper and a little got got lots of curves so um, being one that has already always struggled with my body figure I finally had an image in my head of how I can kind of display that you know every body is an ideal body and so I took the Venus and I created her in kind of like multiples of her in a rainbow and then added the text every body is an ideal body so multiple different concepts kind of thrown mm -hmm. into one to one image and then of course that play on art history which is always really fun too you can find tasha's work like she said on etsy redbubble instagram youtube and teachers pay teachers look for i art my job and take a look at tasha's awesome creations I appreciate your time very much and appreciate what you do. Thank you. Um, and I thank you for doing what you do because the Artsonia is definitely an important part of what I do in my classroom as a way for my students to get to share what they do to the whole world. And I also love that I can grade at home. I can share things really quickly through Artsonia because you've created this amazing platform for, for kids to feel like real artists. So thank you so much for doing that.
Thanks. Well, I think you are definitely on the right path. So I'm looking forward to, I'm constantly enjoy all of the things that you're doing and adding. And it's like, you read my mind as what I like of what I need as an art teacher. So I really appreciate it. And don't be afraid to call us. Um, you know, if you have a, um, something that's missing on the website, something that you have, uh, that you've experienced in somewhere else, you know, uh, um, please give us a call. Let us know there's, uh, you know, CSRs or customer service reps are, are, are literally waiting to talk to you. And so. I've actually talked to them before and I'm always amazed at how on the ball they are with everything. Um, so that's another reason why you guys are so amazing as well. Well, thanks a lot. Well, thank you very much for your time, uh, Tasha. Hopefully, uh, we'll talk again soon. Yes, definitely. All right. Planning on it. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to Heart to Art. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends. Heart to Art is produced by Artsonia, the world's largest museum for kids' art. With almost 80 million pieces of art featured on our website, we have raised over $10 million for children's arts education. Our mission is to bring communities together to celebrate children's artistic expressions. So keep on creating on. Until next week, bye now.